Hi, it's Manuel Judish here and welcome back to the podcast Leading Your Change Initiative. Today's episode, I want to talk about the role that change and communications play in the success of a project or initiative. My uh, my background, my uh, educational background, uh, I think it was 13, 40, 14 years ago, was actually in organizational psychology with a very strong uh, focus on communication, internal employee communication. So I've I'm kind of I'm acquainted with you know how people communicate, how they interact with each other, and what it is that works and what it is that doesn't. Concepts such as um, you know tailoring your message to the respected audience, or um, communication is always a two-way process whereby a message is sent out, but then. Um, your audiences, the recipient of the messages, have to do something with it. They need to decode it. They need to understand it. There's a lot of um, scientific uh, research uh, done around the topic of communication. I don't want to go into that today. I just want to kind of extrapolate some of those learnings and that are gained from from research and what happens and what, what happens, what's actually, you know, being tested in. Uh, research centers and organizations in research context really apply to the to business change, to business change projects. Now, in my experience, and I've supported as a, as a change manager and a change consultant and and sometimes, and most recently as a you know, leadership coach working with, with, with both new and established leaders in charge of these innovation initiatives, what you actually find is that <clears throat> communication and engagement are... are are intangible aspects of any change project. Every conversation you have every single day or anyone in your change in your project team has every single day within your project as well as with a stakeholder um, group or a person outside of your project team, that is already a piece of communication. Right? It's a, any exchange is actually communication. Obviously, it's not really practical to define it that way because you say, you know, so... So how can we be on top of every single communication that you know every single pro- person or professional in my project team has? Now I just really want to kind of create a very simple simple model. I want to share a very simple perspective on business change. Oftentimes, change projects or change management or business changes in this kind of very almost almost esoterical, intangible aspect. What does it mean? What are we creating? We need to manage change. You know, what's 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 the purpose of it all? How does that help? I really want to simplify it. When it comes down to the communication, you really have three macro stakeholder groups. You have senior leaders that have vested interest in a return on the investment. They have a business case. Any change project has been um, uh, is has been aligned to a, a strategic initiative. There is a vision, and senior executives have a vision that has to be operationalized through a strategy. And the strategy actually maps out what you know what, what programs of change we need to pursue versus you know what technology we need to invest on, for example, right? So the first stakeholder group is your senior leaders and stakeholders that might be at an executive level, might be on a level level down, but still senior or senior leaders that need to see tangible, concrete benefits from it, be it operational benefits, financial um, benefits, control benefits, um, commercial benefits, and you know benefits of different kinds. Uh, now these are your senior stakeholder groups. Then uh, and and that we I'm just going to group them as as one as one uh, macro um, macro list. The second group is actually your 
or a change team. I call it, I define it as a change team because different organizations will, will name it in different ways. You have PMO organizations, so project management organizations. You have change organizations. You have uh, pro, pro, project delivery people, pro, program, program managers, uh, delivery managers. Um, and then within those teams, you have developers and lead developers. When I talk about the change team, I'm actually referring to every single individual as part of your project that is involved into introducing the change. It doesn't really matter what the expertise is. They might be a, a tester, maybe a developer, a development lead, an IT consultant. That is irrelevant. Um, according to this definition, so it can to simplify things, each and every one of these people are... <laughs> Uh, introducing the change so they are part of the change team and ideally these are this team that's very very close-knitted very coordinated and they're all pulling in the right directions uh, so this is your change team the people that are introducing the technology their project they lay out the plans project managers they uh, kind of manage different projects at the same time as the program managers and then you have the developers you have an DHR trainer so kind of render this you also have as part of these teams oftentimes representative for the business like users change champions and change networks they actually are pulled into as temporary resources to support the project uh, and and these are also part of the change team because they are to play a pivotal role in making it succeed in making it work right so that's 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 the second macro group of stakeholders and we're talking about the change team the third group of stakeholders uh, for for the sake of simplification these are your impacted business audiences these are the people across your business they are business oriented they perform hr functions or finance or procurement or it or um or commercial like sales um legal uh, they basically uh, perform the tasks their activities are relevant and they follow kpis are relevant to their specific function and expertise right? so i want to call this so these are the people that um usually are impacted by the change they are the recipient of the change now i don't like using the word recipient but for i'm just kind of really simplifying the the concept of communication because there's a lot of details around you know the, the process of communication but um, we, we basically have three macro stakeholder groups we have senior leaders we have your change team and we have the impact stakeholder groups now, uh, in my direct experience, and there is a lot of literature that actually I've published a, a, an article recently we really called out, it's a, it's in the orders of millions of dollars, the, the amount of um, loss, the loss, the financial loss that comes down as a primary root cause, um, the um, a poor communication, a poor communication mechanism within a change program, within a change project. But without going into the details of that, so we've established we have three macro, uh, three macro groups of individuals. Well, the people that are invested in the change have a vested interest. They're, the people that are going to be managing it, introducing it, either as temporary professionals or while part of your of, as permanent resources in your business, and you have the impacted business areas. Now, um, as I was saying before, is Communication engagement, I think that's very intangible. I don't think, people don't see the strategic side of things. Um, they don't really understand it. It's, it's kind of almost feels like, you know, 
why don't we ask a, a resource to come and do our change for us, you know, a couple of days a week, maybe they'll send a couple of emails, one, one newsletter per month or a bulletin per week and we got it done. We got our communication and engagement strategy done. Or how about we, we record a podcast episode once every couple of weeks? You know, we've got that done and considered that, that done. The problem with that is, uh, if you look at it, if you look at, if you, if you take the, your your initiative seriously if you're really keen on if you're senior leader you're keen you're really keen on driving value for your for your investment you're actually looking at three specific targets so i talked about it at length in the previous episodes number one target is yes you want to develop a technology that's fit for purpose it does what it says on the team and uh, and it's it's fit for purpose for the audiences that are going to utilize it be it a collaboration tool uh a kind of process efficiencies, um, financial reporting system, whichever that might be. Target number two is um, you want to deliver on time and on budget, and well, that's fine. And that's kind of uh, a common a common target, and also explicitly um, called out target for for every project really. And the target number three for for this business change leaders is they want to make sure the business is on board. Now that is what change manner is actually trying to do. Yes, on one hand, they want to need, mitigate the uh, negative impacts from the business, but also are very keen on ensuring there is business buying. That's why sometimes you bring in change manager, communication resources, or point internal individuals that can do the communication for you. Now here is the problem: you can't communication is not the same as developing code or creating a technology or creating a, a system that works or doesn't communication is a, a very it's almost as if it was an art what do you mean by that is the, the success of a if you look at your technology team your developers they create a system that works or doesn't and it's entirely dependent upon what they do in their code the success or failure they up will come from the work they do they can test it and fix it when it comes to communication the result of your communication is never actually in your control is in their ability of the people that need to receive the result of their communication i.e. your messages to understand it decode it and understanding the way you meant to, you, the, the, to, to understand and relate to the initial message that you actually sent out. Th- they make the meaning. So they decide they are empowered to make a decisions, to make a decision about what it all means. Now, when it comes down to communication also, you don't, um, you, you can't do, you know, we did a community, we sent an email, when, we're going to change it. We're going to say something different next time around. Something is slightly different, so completely different. Now, communication, you can't correct it. You can't test the communication, right? It's, uh, and, and, and that's one aspect of it. The second aspect of it, uh, credibility, the credibility of your change project. Um, their ability to uh, whatever is happening with your project we've talked about the change team they are driving the change they are introducing the technology but the credibility of your change uh, is actually dependent upon on one hand yes developing a technology that works but secondly and most importantly or as equally important the perception of value of your initiative in your business Right. You can create the most fantastic system, the most wonderful technology collaboration tool that potentially can connect all employees, thousands of employees globally. But if they don't perceive a value from it, you are actually quite literally wasting uh, tons of resources 
We're talking about financial resources, but also people's times and frustrations and people living. It's also also different costs associated to that. Actually, the value initiative is directly dependent upon the ability of your business to get what the value is, to make sense of it. And, and if they don't make sense of it, they will not utilize it. Now, if you start looking at it from this perspective, actually, you start kind of teasing out or defining the or, or kind of concretizing the idea that communication, changing communication and engagement, these are strategic, extremely strategic activities. And they can't be left onto a person drafting an email and sending it out once a month, right? This has to be a, um, a coordinated effort with uh, every single one of your change professionals we're talking about governance meetings we're talking about program and project managers we're talking about town halls we're talking about um posters and uh, podcast episodes and, and and emails that get sent out and one-to-one conversations there has to be an integrated communication engagement strategy where you actually have to find a consistent message and and that has to be consistent through every single one of your interactions or the interaction to change them let's say you are a sponsor and you know a one of the key messages that you channel out in your leadership um when one of the town halls for example if you're doing a if you're giving a presentation on the ground the people actually doing the change your teams they will need to receive the same message from the other members of the change project of the project team right if you don't do that if there's no consistency between what leaders say what is actually happening on the ground and that is what resistance that happening that is where people start getting confused and 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 if your if your stated benefit is to obtain employees buy in there is no way an email or communication a one off uh, engagement event is going to fix that so um that's one aspect of that and the second aspect of that there is no such a thing as a one-off communication communication if you think about even interpersonal communication maybe with your family members or loved ones or some parents or relatives you find sometimes you really when above all when you have arguments you really have to drive them you might have from maybe you know people from the same culture um same family same background educational background as well sometimes you find yourself having to explain things in multiple ways or using different words because the other person is actually understanding what you actually mean and if you if you if you reflect on the conflicts that uh, you know that anyone can actually have with uh, on a one to one basis and and you can you can actually really get to understand the the sheer volume of misunderstanding that is possible in a communication to another person now and there is a lot of negotiation there's a lot of there is a lot of discussion that has to go on for a message to be shared for people to actually overcome challenges and and conflict now when you're talking about the the three macro stakeholders that we defined at the beginning of this product this podcast you're talking about a change team that has to consistently communicate to the entirety of your business. We're talking about 20, 30, 20-30 or even more change professionals. They constantly talk to your business. 
through uh, workshops, through webinars, through emails, through conversations, through phone conversations. And they message, what the message you send out there as a project team is absolutely critical in ensuring that your business is on board. And by the way, if this message is not consistent, that will damage, that will create uh, credibility damages to your, to your project. But also, it has to be consistent. This project's the length can go from three months up to over to two years or even more than that. And it, it, it's not sufficient to, uh, you know, have a message defined up front, a common strategy defined up front, but your entire, the entirety of your team needs to know what are the top three, what is the, the technology going to do? What is the business benefit of the stakeholder groups? Because they need to be empowered to bring it in conversation every single time they have a workshop. Unfortunately, my experience is a lot of the uh, project teams that I work with, they're not equipped with knowledge and understanding what the communication uh, is, is about and what are the, you know, the mechanics of the communication. So they, let, they really end up uh, talking and boring the business, actually putting people off or creating resistance because they talk in a level of detail no one understands. No one create. No, many people across the business don't care much about the code that is behind a technology. Actually, care about the features that technology will do for them. So communication is a really complex uh, process, and it's almost considered to be considered by uh, as a heart, right? But I believe there is a set of skills that each project team, each program team, needs to be able to develop and, and consistently communicate. And it is absolutely possible. One of my key passions when I work with our clients, when I work with projects, it's really to lay out, um, also you know, set up and run some um, communication session where actually you you get your teams accustomed well, more than a customer acquainted with the ideas of how communication works, how messaging works, what kind of accountability do you need to take in delivering a message? Because the way you deliver the message is actually your responsibility. The way it lands in the business is your responsibility as a member of a change team. So um, the, this, this, this point is really overlooked oftentimes, as I, as I mentioned earlier on, but I believe that the stated benefits of and the investment organizations are making into developing change capability. Everyone talks about ch developing change capability, and I think that's really important. Uh, but um, developing this capability is actually what, what the, the what it means in terms of benefits to your, to your project is basically you develop the ability of your project to add value to the business and the business understand this value effectively this is another word for business buy-in and business buy-in cannot be obtained without effective communication as you can tell i'm very passionate about this but to really summarize the points up to now is communication and engagement has to is, is a strategic function of your change project if you want to have the business on board if you want to deliver on time on budget if you want to develop a system that is fit for purpose you need to be able to have a, a communication and engagement strategy it's really well refined well thought of and uh, well planned out but also you have to be able to uh, develop the skills in your in your change in your project teams to communicate in a way that is jargon free, that is user friendly, and the business understands and can relate to. Um, I'm really passionate, as you can tell, um, about this topic. Um, I love to be here to to have feedback from you, but also um, I, I, I love to be able to get to connect and hear back the challenges that you're facing. And if you think about it, your uh, your learning and development department often time they are already running communication courses to your senior leaders. Unfortunately, though, 
because these were, are one-off events, um, unless we practice a skill that we've learned conceptually, it is not going to it is not going to stick. It's a bit like um, you know, um, kind of having uh, learning reading a diary book and and expecting that you'll be able to go to the kitchen after you read the book and be able to you know pull off and create a the perfect recipe and you know bake a cake in a way that is absolutely fantastic you just read it so that is only potential knowledge it's in your head it's conceptual it doesn't get applied and similarly when when you have this investment in learning and development efforts unless unless the people that actually learn this kids go in there and apply then it probably is not going to work effectively so my passion is to really help organizations and specifically project and program teams that are delivering change do in a way that is effective and equip them with the skills they are needed to do in a way that allows them to hit the targets they are set to um, achieve